No matter what type of student you are, MSU Denver Online is an awesome choice. Honestly, guys, if you're a first-time freshman who's going to school for the first time or you're just looking to finish up your college degree, maybe you're looking to go back to school and get another degree, MSU Denver Online is an awesome option. They've got great teachers who know how to teach online and know how to work around your schedule. Even if you're working another job or something like that, they're really willing to work with you and be flexible. I took a class there with MSU Denver Online last year. It was an awesome experience. I learned a ton and it was just a great environment to learn. They've got a class for everybody. You can check out their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online. Like I said, great for any type of student. This isn't just strictly for first-time freshmen. If you've taken a couple classes in college before, if you're just trying to finish up your degree, this is an awesome option as well. So check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online. There we go. You guys, rem- there you go. you guys remember this from back in the day when we did this? Oh, we yeah, had this whole, this whole stream yard thing going on, this whole from home stuff. Oh my God. What is up, everybody, and welcome to a back-at-home all-star edition of the DNBA show, the DNBR Nuggets podcast. So sweet. It is just like old times, isn't it, Eric? I feel great. I mean, I feel great. The, the game made me feel great. See, you guys make me feel great. I feel great. We're back. Everything's all back, uh, even the like audio being weird. That's right, yeah. White noise from Eric. Harrison internet problems. I can't wait, baby. We're uh, back. Uh, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download it right now. Use promo code DNVR when you do. I'm going to put it right there in the right up there at top. You can see now. I just added it, so you don't forget. Uh, I'm joined by D Line Co. What's up, guys? Boy, oh boy! Can you believe it's All Star time again? Holy cow! What a game! What a game! What a <laughs> what, a what an All Star weekend and a, a classic and instant. Let's classic. do it again. Let's run it back let's, from the top. Let's run it back immediately. Then over here, I got Brendan Vote. Just still shaking from that dunk contest. <laughs> Just who needs caffeine when you got <laughs> Cassius Stanley? Oh, I like that where you just got a, a super chat for Rakia. And we're at home. I actually don't have Rakia. Yeah. Got this white wine. Does this count? I have, I have like with. the Romanian version of it. Shouts to my buddy Bogdan. It's called um, Zatia. You know Zatia? It's Rakia, though. It's just the same thing. That looks I'm high told. brand. That looks like well, some high quality stuff. Very fancy. He gave it to me like a year ago, so you could see how much I've been enjoying it. They're <laughs> <laughs> very, very consistent. If I have to bring this into the bar. I don't know why I've never thought of it till just now. Um, all right, so we do have some stuff to talk to. I actually think we have there's some interesting topics that come from this, but sure. you know, a very unusual. <laughs> Eric's a believer. A very unusual. Uh, all-star weekend you know typically you got friday you got saturday you got sunday this one was all like kind of condensed into this like little version it you know we didn't know how the game was going to go in the last year one of the most competitive all-star games i think we've ever had they've implemented a few new rules like where every quarter is its own little battle and then the final quarter you got the elam ending none of that seemed to matter this year it just was doomed to be a little bit off the rails uh vote what's your big takeaway from watching all I guess, it's weird to say all-star weekend just really today all of the events everything that happened all-star what's your day. big takeaway uh i was glad it was another steph curry moment i think i'll remember yeah. this as steph curry's all-star weekend if yeah. you will um and this has been a really fun steph curry season just a reminder that this guy was one of the dudes one of the most exciting dudes to watch in the league Far before Kevin Durant, far before half of us decided we hate the Warriors, just for the sake of some parody, myself included, uh, Steph Curry rules, 
And his three-point contest tonight was uh, genuinely fun stuff, I thought. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. I love Steph Curry. I love him. Oh, I think he's oh. awesome, man. Like, I don't know. This <laughs> should, I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, the, the, you're right. The whole Kevin Durant thing ruined the Warriors or whatever. But, like, Steph really is the Jokic of, of point guards. You know, mm-hmm. he's changed the game. He's unique. He's fun. And he's also, like, pure. He's, like, pure. It's, like, the basketball part of Steph Curry is what is so fun. And none of the other stuff doesn't really matter. And I, th- I think it's awesome. Eric, what's your Steph Curry take? I love Steph Curry. And what's not to love? You're right. Like the way that he smiles, he's got like such a genuine personality. He doesn't feel like he's uh, like he's like, concocting some. Yeah, but he doesn't feel like he's concocting some personality like half of the players in the NBA are. He's just like a he's just like a truly, truly gifted guy. And um, I don't know. It's so effortless for him. And he's just. He's in a place where he's able to sort of like already appreciate his his uh, place in this league, even though he's still playing. Um, so it's cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I do love Steph Curry. What I didn't love was this uh, entire charade that we just watched. But except for that Steph Curry. <laughs> do you say charade or charade? Was, I say charade. Charade was used in, intentionally. Uh, I would say charade. But what a what a, what a great game! I just feel great, guys. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate the spirit that was in that was given to this game from the players? Well, they everyone had a smile on their face. I'll give them that for an event that apparently half of them didn't even think needed to happen. Uh, Everyone at least showed up. But I didn't. Last year, I actually thought was marked by some, you know, distinct level of of caring and and playing defense, particularly in the fourth quarter. I thought to some extent that was absent this year. Um, All that said, Team Kevin Durant with the MVP candidate Joel Embiid, and neither of those guys played. So this was <laughs> they never they never had a chance in this one. It's so true, man. It is. It I is know. like ridiculous. One of my things I was excited about for this game was Jokic versus Embiid, and like that was that wasn't there. And really, like Jokic just ran around this game. I mean, it was yeah. of all the players in the starting lineup, and this is sort of not. It's not his fault. It's. The All-Star Game's a guard-slash-wing event. Centers, really, what are you supposed to do out there? And, Eric, I have to say, I told you so, because I told you so. You said, like, oh, they're all going to want to play through him because he's such a passion. <laughs> I didn't even look at him. <laughs> well, I, I, didn't, I didn't say it with, like, deep conviction. You asked me if I was excited to watch Jokic in this game, and I thought there was at least a chance he would be involved. But... Uh... F me, right in my dad's face. <laughs> he might as well be Rudy Gobert or Vucevic or anybody. Well, that was, could you imagine, even if Embiid had been there, I mean, it would just be the two of them bouncing around awkwardly for their own respective teams. Like, no one was passing them those balls. Like, that was this was just like a three-point exhibition. Yeah, that's so true. Hey, guys, we can welcome a fourth member of the show here. The man oh, with the wind man. in his hair has arrived. He's doing the – he's on the beat, guys. Like us, we're just clowning around. <laughs> but he is chasing the lead stories. He's he's in the media scrums. He's getting all the juicy details. I guess we can go to it first uh, here, Harrison, because you're fresh off of it. But you just spoke to Jokic. Um, what, <laughs> how, would you, how would you describe the mood in that locker room? <laughs> well, coming in there, I knew I had to ask the hard-hitting questions. I mean, right. I, don't, I don't know if anybody's going to do it in all-star game environment. I mean, I'm a capital J journalist, so I got to ask the hard-hitting right. questions. Um, I want to get to the bottom of it. Where is that MVP trophy right now? I don't know if you guys saw Giannis handed Jokic the MVP trophy um, after the game. Where is it? Um, I didn't get a firm answer uh, from Jokic. I couldn't really understand, to be honest, but 
Uh, he said he was snubbed for the MVP for the second year in a row. Strong, strong agree. Yeah. Strong agree. I, mean, I don't yeah. see any lies. I don't see any lies. So he was uh, a plus twenty three, which was almost a game high. <laughs> Only Chris Paul better. Um, you know, Chris Paul a little bit of a ball hog in this one. Um, but you know, Jokic, I thought was the real, the, the real plus minus leader should have been. Um, yeah. So, so, so I agree. So wait, tell me this. Cause I missed that part. Giannis handed Jokic the MVP. Yeah. So I missed it too. Cause mm. we started up this stream, but they hand Giannis the MVP. Trophy. Um, he hands it off to, to Nicola and then, uh, and then kind of the, the shot cuts away, but yeah. All right, guys, it's time. Conspiracy corner. We're coming in hot right what? from the start here. Conspiracy corner. Giannis hands Jokic the MVP. Hmm. I think they were dancing around together. They're really celebrating, hmm. very friendly. I see a friendship Jokic developing here. I see it. No, 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 no. Oh, what? Giannis oh, that's how you No, we <laughs> threw you an alley oop, Barry. Oh, you went right up. No, but in all seriousness, those guys really do seem to have a friendship. It's funny because Jokic was a goofball tonight. I'm just going to put this out there. More of a goof. I, I don't. More of a goofball than I was ready for. I think I, you I might was be too goofy for the All Star game. I'll just like say it. You might be too goofy for the All Star game. He might be too goofy for it. But you know what? There is, I think, a little bit of the like the two foreigners, Giannis and Jokic. And then, like, yep. they're going to be their own little goofy, goofy buddies out there and just have fun. And they're not, they're not as concerned with some of the other players about their like image or whatever. So uh, I did feel like there was a little bond. Am I reading into things here, Harrison? Well, I asked him about the Giannis connection. I, I asked him if he had fun playing with Giannis, and he said they have that European connection. Uh, that, that's that's also, But he said it. They have a connection. Write it down. Keep it in the back of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, did you notice a connection between Jokic and Giannis? Oh, they love each other. They're, the only thing is, like, uh, poor Luca. He was left out. Nobody, nobody was – that's true. Him the MVP or wanting to joke around in in weird European ways with him, but those two, Giannis and Jokic, they really yeah. Because Luka turned in the most uninspiring All Star Night performance in history. Dude, incredible. His, Star dude, his, starting his, with the the skills challenge, he left his yeah. warm up. He didn't just take off his warm up for the skills challenge. <laughs> incredible. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. He did throw he that alley oop to Yoke, though, right? Was that was that Doncic? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was him. Um, somebody's yelling at us that we need to start talking about uh, Giannis and the game that he had. And here's my Giannis take about tonight's All Star game because he was yeah. Why? And I don't know, but I do have a take on it. So he was great tonight. He was clearly the MVP. And guys, how remarkable it is it that he had 35 points without missing a single shot? And it reminded me. Of just how crazy it is that Jokic had a 35-point game without missing a shot and a triple-double in a real game with guys trying not yeah. to let him dunk it every time. It's kind of funny when you look at it and you watch tonight. Like, I'm not trying to take away from Giannis. He obviously was the MVP of tonight. But it is funny when you think about how ridiculous this was in an All-Star game to do and then remind yourself that Jokic did this two years ago in an actual game. <laughs> And he didn't have to dunk the ball every time to get it. I know. He didn't just walk into an empty lane and just grab the ball and jump up. Uh, I'll say it, guys. I'll say it. Giannis missed two shots in that game. I don't know who's scorekeeping. I'm going to rewatch this game. I'm not going to rewatch this game. But Giannis missed two shots. I I I promise you. The two threes he banked in, you're going to count as misses? No, no. Well, I guess this probably doesn't count as an attempt if he never controlled it, but there were two alley-oops where he absolutely got a palm on the ball and just flubbed the shot. 
and they're oh, not holding wow. it against him. Oh, I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying. Conspiracy quarter. Who That's right. I have two conspiracy quarters just me in one show. Weird and tinfoil. Rewinding so, the tape. That's so funny, man. Um, I was somebody did tweet out. I thought the tweet of the game that um, both of these coaches in tonight's game blew three one leads to the Denver Nuggets in the playoffs last year. How great is that? I didn't even think of this. Beautiful. It is kind of beautiful. It is a little like a perfect. I wonder if Quinn I, Snyder was. It was like awkward Quinn Snyder coaching Jokic today. Well, he knew to close with him at least. He knew that. <laughs> He's like Rudy, get out of there! You can't, we got to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what was going through his head there. Um, so, how would you grade Jokic's performance vote tonight in the in the game? Um, I mean B minus. He actually did convert on some uh, alley oops. Some a little bit of a Steph connection briefly there early on. Uh, um. I just don't think – we'll talk about this more later in, in the show, I'm sure. But uh, I strongly agree with that, by the way. Um, I just <laughs> I don't think you're going to – I think that I'm the one paying you, too. That's yeah, my personally, part. out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, zero is not enough, Adam. <laughs> I just don't think, guys, you're going to see Jokic look like an A- minus or above in an all-star game until someone figures out how to make guys care about an all-star game, right? He's a manipulator. And so if there are no forces to manipulate, like how many times did he slip, catch it on the roll and turn to throw an alley-oop and like no one was even cutting, let alone defending. And it's just not going to work. You know what I mean? It's just not his playing style. Dude, this is a great uh, point here by BD Sticks here. Jokic did kind of like flub of early on in the game. Everyone's like, are we supposed to play defense? And what are we supposed to do here? And Jokic did have a couple like someone's going for a dunk, steal it. And it was almost like, you know, you don't know if you're supposed to do that or not. It, keep coming in the comments. I asked what the grade was. Somebody here says an A. I think that's really controversial if I'm being honest with you guys. I don't know. I think that I love him. Part of I love him. Missing. At the yeah. second half of this missing, he went to say, I would give him A C. Nice. Is that your great Eric? I see you'd give him. I a mean, C? whatever. Like Jokic, he was out there. He was bobbing around. He got the yeah. ball. He was setting screens, in that he was standing <laughs> next to the, to the guy with the ball, who wasn't even acknowledging that he was standing there. Um, nobody really wanted to play with Jokic. It, it was it was actually like pretty disheartening if you actually wanted to see Jokic uh, make some sort of claim for the MVP of the league. Um, it was like. Uh, you know, like the little kid trying to play with all the big kids and like no one would just like, no one would include him in their reindeer games. Yeah. Like, uh, I did <laughs> love so it. He, did. he was just like running around. He like wasn't doing, if he got the ball, he wasn't even shooting. He was like, I know they don't want me to shoot. So he would just throw it immediately off to somebody. But um, where you saw him becoming too dorky, I saw him sort of like uh, deciding that he could, uh, win the only thing he, he could control, which was his theatrics on the court. <laughs> and so his theatrics on the court brought attention to him where, where nothing else actually did. So from that standpoint, I thought he did fine. But, I mean, Jokic just really just has no point, no place in this game. It's like Yo- or like Vogt said, like Jokic's game is sort of predicated on doing the counter to whatever – the resistance he's feeling is and in that there is no resistance of any kind like he just doesn't quite know what to do like right he's like is the double coming so i I throw a pass or am i i'm not supposed to shoot right like we're only shooting what am i doing right the computer just breaks there's no equation (laughs) right so he just like starts dancing what i don't know i i mainly my main takeaway again is that i cannot believe i watched this entire game (laughs) uh harrison harrison what's your grade for Jokic? I'll give him a I'll give him a B minus. 
because he had fun. Oh. And that's <laughs> no, like, like Eric was saying, man. Big participation trophy energy yeah, over here. The All Star game, it's built for. I don't want to say selfish players, but guys that Ooh. want to get there. Just say it. Just say it. And, okay, the All-Star game is built for selfish players. And Nicole Jokic is the most unselfish player in the league. Like, he probably should have shot more. He only really had one uh, one possession, I felt like, where he really went out of the box, and that was that little Kareem skyhook. I wanted yeah. some more of those types of things from him. But he's I wanted just not, a He's not a guy that wants to stand out in that way, so – I would have lost it if he did a Sombor in this game. He had, I mean, that's the one thing I was really hoping he would do. I was praying um, to any basketball god that would, would listen, which was, it turned out to be none of them, that Jokic would be the one to take the last shot and can a three to end it. I was like, please let this happen. It did not happen. He didn't touch the ball. Did you guys catch at the end of the half the little, like, him and Harden? Like, I feel like Harden went to shoot a three at the end and Jokic, like, blocked it. And kind of joked with Harden, and it seemed to me just on the on the broadcast, it almost seemed like Harden didn't want to joke around. <laughs> to me, that Jokic was um, trying to flop an offensive foul on Harden. That's what it seemed like to me. Jokic was trying to like flop on Harden, and I don't think Harden took too kindly to that. If you know, like the Dan Levitard thing, like you don't get the show. If I had to pick one player in the <laughs> league so who doesn't get the Jokic show, James Harden might be my number one. He'd yeah, I definitely. Just... I definitely don't think he's a, a Jokic fan. Harden yeah. is. Yeah, um, Harden's do you guys? Like... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just gonna say Harden's like Jokic. You gotta respect the game. Meanwhile, Harden has uh, completely phoned it in until he got a <laughs> <laughs> trade request put put through. Man, screw everything. Um, so I, I, do you, Eric, you've made it sound like you don't think Jokic will ever have a place in the all-star game. I don't think that's true. My, one of the things I was interested in tonight, well, I was interested in Jokic and B that didn't happen. Hopefully Embiid safe, you know, health and safety protocols may, might end up having to miss some time or what have you. Um, I'm, I'm an Embiid fan. I know that's like controversial to say I'm obviously more of a Jokic fan, but I, I just like skilled Are big you men. Though? You guys know this. I, what's that? Are you though? I mean, you did. You did cash out on that MVP bet, but that's all right. I uh, I'm back I in. Didn't you hear? I'm back in. I pay like three hundred dollars to back me back in. Seems like he's maybe more of an Embiid fan than a Jokic fan. Oh, it's so true, guys. Like I just, you know, I'm <laughs> the, I don't like too much skill. That's my thing. I like a skilled big, but not not too skilled. You know, like, he needs to not know how to handle a double team. That's my. Yeah, speed. <laughs> really stressful. That's my jam. Uh, no, but uh, you guys have already wrecked my trade. Oh no, Eric, you made it sound like you weren't sure if he would ever. Um, if he would ever fit in. I was excited for this game because I wanted to see him as one of the guys, and that didn't happen this year. But do you think it'll happen eventually? Do you think this is just a process? I mean, he was more involved in this game than in years past. Do you was think he? this is just a process, or do you think it's always just going to be like this? I don't think he was any more involved than he's ever been. He was just on the court more. That counts. That's a step, baby. I don't think, that's that, a step. I don't think, I think that he was actually like more involved in the game last year than he was this year. Yeah, maybe. Like they, See, I mean, they, if you win in the playoffs, like if you last year, I'm saying if you win in the like, say the Jokic wins a championship, you kind of, you win a championship, you kind of get to walk into the All Star game as like, hey guys, I'm the top dog here, so uh, here's what we're gonna do, um, you know. And so I'm just saying, maybe he gets to that point, or maybe just even staying at this level, guys just integrate him more. I don't know. What do you think, Harrison? Probably not. Probably not. The one Sorry. way, the one way that I think he could have taken center stage tonight was if Joel Embiid was playing, 
And, you know, we're all talking, oh, it's the first time in like 20 years where two centers are leading the MVP conversation. What if there, what, what if there was like a, all right, Embiid posts up. Everyone one clear out. Yeah. Yoke posts up the next possession. Then Embiid posts up the next possession. Then Jokic comes right back down and posts up. If it was like uh, your turn, my turn, but on post-ups with Jokic and Embiid, that could be that could be the way he takes kind of center stage. Like that uh, Jalen Brown on Jason Tatum ISO that no one asked for that ended in a bailout foul call. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. Uh, it was in the team. Um, we're about that on the other side. Teammates, I think it's teammates maybe in the future to take a break. Harrison, do you have your ad reads ready to go? Yeah, I can get them ready to go. Different. Uh, so we'll hit it. We'll hit an ad break. <laughs> on the other side. I do want to ask about Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Are they on track to become all stars? Do we expect this year? Um, three months. Talk about some of the dunk contest, that other stuff. And and I'm also going to ask who had the most disappointing all star week. What I fun to find out who is the break first, and we'll do that on. Got some music for him there, D line. You know it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. There's that music. Yeah, guys, make sure to uh, pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Brecker. I hope you had some Mile High City Copper Lager during this game because it would have made it a little more watchable for sure. It was a tough watch. Uh, but you know the beer, Mile High City Copper Lager. It's in that Nugget Skyline Blue can. You can pick it up at Brecker. You can pick it up at your local liquor store. Uh, pick it up wherever. It's a great option uh, from Brecker. One of my favorites to enjoy during games. Also, guys, you probably saw us wearing those uh, Jokic for MVP shirts on the post-game show last week. You guys can pick up yeah. those shirts uh, from the Colorado Hawks. The Colorado Hawks, if you guys don't know, um, a youth basketball program that prioritizes uh, getting underprivileged kids into really competitive youth basketball. And they made these Jokic for MVP shirts. Uh, they're awesome quality. You can get them at JokicForMVP.com. Uh, and it helps support a great organization, the Colorado Hawks. All proceeds from those shirts, those Jokic for MVP shirts, they go back to the Colorado Hawks organization. Uh, and like I said, the Colorado Hawks, they're a nonprofit. Their number one goal is to help fundraise for the organization, um, to help continue to provide opportunities for young athletes in Colorado. So... Uh, check out those shirts at yogichfrembp.com. All right, so back here, guys, DNVR Nuggets podcast. Uh, promo code DNVR at Draft Sportsbook. Don't forget to sign up. Um, we're going to have shows for you all week. They will be live. So you wanted to, if you're watching this and you're used to watching us on YouTube as a show, you're going to want to subscribe to the podcast because we are also a podcast. And you want to catch all that. We'll have some guests on this week. We'll have a lot of analysis sort of previewing where the Nuggets are at. I think the Nuggets as a team, we're not going to talk about it a lot today. I think they're in a really interesting place right now. Like the most optimistic point of the season is right now. If you just look at it, at, at everything that's coming to like it's starting, no it doubt. feels like it's starting to come together. And I can't wait to kind of talk about all of that uh, as we get ready for the second half of the season. But first back to this all-star game. I do not think in any way, shape or form, Jokic was the most disappointing player in today's game. Who do you think was, though, the most disappointing? I'll throw it up to the Millennium Falcon over here and, uh, and <laughs> vote first. Uh, adjust your dials. Um, Who was the most disappointing? Well, without just checking the stats, I want to tell you from my heart it was either Jason Tatum or Donovan Mitchell. Um, mm. But it's those aren't the answer. Those guys aren't the answer. Um, yeah, there's a clear answer. 
All right, answer. do it for me, Harrison. LeBron James? He was oh, yeah. like, yeah. He was terrible. LeBron has a terrible first half and then just checks himself out to start the third quarter, just uh, Can- hits the showers. <laughs> Can we talk about LeBron not being very good in the All-Star game? I feel like this is a trend across his career. Yeah, Based he, off the level of him being the best player in the he has a couple. He does. But I've I think he's been the best player in the league for close to a decade. And more than once on the all-star stage, he hasn't looked like the most dominant player. I, I would say that. There was one team LeBron uh starter, or I guess two team LeBron starters in the negatives. LeBron was one, Luca was the other. And LeBron was yeah. was weird in the first half. Like missed two layups. Yeah. Didn't seem like he was he, was he just had it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird half for LeBron. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. He clearly did not want to be there. Yeah, I, I, I would throw another ring a name into this ring. Two names. Number one, Zion Williamson. Uh the dunk champion, the in-game dunk champion that couldn't convert any of his dunks the first, like out of the first three or four. That was and, tough. That was a rough look for the home. Yeah, yeah. Very and then also Luka Doncic, who was yep. v- completely invisible. Again, like that like bloodless like zero effort performance that he put into the skills competition, just like really set the stage for his entire <laughs> participation here in the, in this, this, uh, all-star weekend. Um, yeah, Luke, Luca didn't really want to be there either. That I, I did feel like players just didn't want this to happen. And it quite Leonard, through. Anything quite Leonard didn't want to be there. I mean, you're right. A lot of guys clearly did not want to be there. Why wanted nothing to do with that. I was going to say Mike Conley didn't do anything, but it's not like I expected anything. I'm, from my Conley at All Star Game. So. No, no, all, all, all the jazz. Morning, all, all the jazz sucked, which made me feel good. <laughs> I do like that James Harden was a minus twenty three. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> a minus twenty three. Uh, for Jordan, man, that's his guy. <laughs> but I, that's so funny. A tribute. Uh, but I do think that LeBron was especially checked out of this game or whatever. And I, this is what I feel like happens in an All Star Game when you talk about the stars. LeBron, Steph, Giannis, they go out there and they, the first like six, seven, the first stint, they're like, see if I get it going. See if I'm in the MVP conversation. If I'm not in that first stint, boom, done. And it went out and like Giannis scored all those points. Steph Curry scored all those points. I feel like LeBron was like, all right, I'm off tonight. I'm going to go, I'm going to hit the showers and take it out. So that was disappointing. Let's move on though. Do you guys want to start dunk contest, skills challenge, or three point contest here? Oh boy. Do you do any of these? Wow. We do. We, we do. We'll go dunk contest first. First of all, <laughs> Anthony Simon, I actually thought had a great dunk contest. I actually thought this was a really good performance for him relative to my expectations. I had no idea he was that. I knew he was athletic, but I didn't know he that dunk where he got up to the top of the square. That was an insane vertical. He got up on that. Not impressed sure. at all. Um, I think more <laughs> players than you think yeah. are able to do that. I think more players than you think can pull that off. But I, I did like what Simons did. Just keep, he had some creativity to his dunks. Like yeah. the the little hoop on the top of the square was creative. The kiss the rim thing, I guess, a little creative. He didn't kiss the rim. He kissed near the rim. He he kissed the rim like I kissed uh, my girlfriend at our first dance, which was not at all. See, I was. It sucks that you went here. I had a real question here. This was a legitimate. I wanted everyone to answer. Have you ever chickened out at on a kiss last minute? (laughs) God, God, Fortman. You know what? Oh, Oh God. 
too too scared, too nervous. I'm not ready for this. Uh, almost, real close. Really takes I you did, back to middle school. I did finally get a chance to kiss my like big middle school crush one day as an adult, and I whiffed. I just like Whoa. missed. What do you yeah, mean, what, what do you mean you missed? You missed like, you went for the. You like I, I missed her lips. I went. Yeah, yeah. It was the end of a long night in Brooklyn, did but you, I landed like a couple inches right. Just kind of like smashed my head into her. I was like, did perfect. You, did you win the, the dunk, Did you win the dunk contest? You know <laughs> yes, I did. That's pretty funny. I do like the people that were like complaining about it because it's like, honestly, kissing the rim is a real freaking risk. I really like. High risk, yeah. low reward attempt. Yeah, yeah, but you act like that was assigned to him. That was his concept. He didn't do it. Like, what was it? Like, he, he, what he did was he demonstrated he was high enough to kiss the rim. Should he have wanted to to do that? But... Man, let, let me just su- summarize this entire dunk contest. Garbage. It was total garbage. <laughs> the thing, like all of these dunks that are only impressive after the fact and super slow mo. That when it happens, yeah. you're like. Okay, that looks like a, a dunk that I. Okay. He shot the ball and then he caught the ball and then he dunked the ball. I, wow, I've never seen such pageantry except for every dunk contest ever. There was no creativity in this dunk contest at all. Only three competitors. I don't even know. Uh, I mean, Obi Toppin. Uh, the funny thing was that they were talking about each one of the competitors and they're like, well, this, uh, let's see, he's dunked three times here today, so that brings his NBA total up to seven. He's dunked four times in games. It's like, who is competitors? <laughs> I also, like, Cassius Stanley on that second dunk, you could just see, like, he was genuinely oh. upset with himself. Like, that was his moment to shine on an Why NBA stage. Do, I can't believe he pulled the plug on his initial dunk so quickly and then just was like, oh, I just need to get any dunk. Like, what? what? No, you don't man, need to just get first, any dunk. First time in the dunk contest, rookie, he definitely panicked on that. Yeah, man, that was tough to watch. Tough to watch. I do think Cassius got robbed. You know, that first one was on like a dunk. great dunk, and they gave him like a 44. But then I couldn't recover from it. Like, he was, he, he was too... For yeah, sure. you can't be out here kissing rims, guys. Like, come on, Eric, give the guy a break. That's what I'm saying. Eric is a really tough. He's he's not yeah, have I'm any sorry. sympathy I... for someone who misses a kiss, including Brendan. I apologize. Dunking with a mask on, like we're yeah, being that, he, dunk with a mask on. Let me, I'm sorry. Let me just let me tell you a little something about myself. I like things that possess quality, and I don't like things that are garbage. And so, from that standpoint, I am a little bit of a harsh grader on this. In that, what we were given was garbage, but I was hoping for something that possessed quality. So that is on me. I am sorry. Can you imagine a panel full of dunking legends throwing up tens and an unimpressed D line with a seven? Doctor J liked it, but D line not a not a big enough originality. Well, the thing is, like the 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 legends were all D line level. They were all like, eh, six, whatever. I mean, yeah. that first, that, that first dunk was the only were sitting one. so far away from the court. Like, I don't even know how they could see what dunks were being thrown down. If I'm being honest, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of true. Um, so it brings though to R.J. Hampton could have won this dunk contest. I know, and I'm kind of R.J. I, so I want to share. I, I want to share screen here real quick. Let me see if I can remember how to do this. We haven't been on here for for a while, guys. On this whole, uh, well, we also uh, stream really helps us out here. All right, you guys can see this. This was uh, this was over the summer. We got this one. Mike Miller, our guy, dude. That dunk contest was or that dunk was as good as anything we saw. This is RJ working out pre-draft here. I mean, look at these hops. I feel like RJ. Why didn't RJ do it this year? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not he, sure. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I guess he would have been just as good a candidate, right? Like, he, 
is he not just as qualified as like Stanley to do this? Of they should have done that. That's a miss. Yeah. Stanley has played like two NBA minutes this year. Do you what, right. what, what do you guys think? What do you guys think the lasting image of this NBA dunk contest will be? Normally you're like all, oh man, remember when that NBA player jumped over the presenting sponsor Kia? A car that was so <laughs> impressive. Or when remember when that NBA player attempted to jump over? Oh, that's right. I don't know how I forgot airplane, this. He's but... in protocol, of course. Uh, I don't know how we forgot this. It's like we go away for <laughs> one week from this, and you had completely forgot that he got into the Washed our hands of it. Just, uh... <laughs> We're playing Denver. We purelled our hands of it all. Uh, yeah. So. Um, I mean, is it that dumb kiss thing? Like, what what are we left with? It is definitely going to be the kiss. It's going to be the thing that we remember. Only because, well, I don't think we'll remember any of it. But when people try to remind you of it, they'll be like, don't you remember Anthony Simons? He oh, kind of kissed the rim, kind of. But it was pandemic, <laughs> and so he didn't get too close. And also maybe I'll tell you what we all would have remembered. If he had gone for it, smashed his mouth on the rim and lost right. a tooth. We'd be talking about that for decades. I know, yeah. right? Like, that, that was metal. <laughs> I think uh, I think RJ will be in it next year though, and I think he has a great chance of winning it because that guy like he'll be more athletic next year. Think about or how our like how fast he is and how high he jumps, and then think about a whole off season of him just working even more on his body. That guy's gonna be a he's gonna win it. I'm gonna make my prediction now. He wins the dunk contest next year. That is wow. happening. Um, the skills competition, skills competition. Um, Eric's gonna hop out here for a second. Uh, skills competition. I don't understand what the skills competition is. I feel like this is the most like forced way to sell Taco Bell advertising. <laughs> yeah, mostly because it doesn't really highlight any special skills. It's right. like dribbling one pass and a shot. Like it, it's pretty uh, basic skills that are in the skills challenge. It's it's not at all like uh, yeah. I feel like they can make an actual skills challenge that does require a yep. bunch of different things, and it's not at all this. Um, and, and also, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I don't, I don't want to be the the grouchy person, but like, I didn't think. I think it's it's very not fun. Well, I mean, look, we have more skilled bigs than ever, but we have skilled bigs finishing late and winning these competitions because the skilled guards don't care at all, and so. I don't know, like, is there a way where this course could be extremely competitive? And we actually are pulling from the five most skilled players in the league, and this is a bit of a real competition. I don't know what that looks like, but it's certainly not what we what we watched tonight. Almost like you could have, like, a combine-type thing where there's, like, yep. you run, you know, like, speed, like, vertical, and then, you know, I, I don't know. But it's something you can do because this, like, where they kind of half-ass it through the little pylons, and then you throw through the little hoop, which really is not, like, a basketball skill. It's just, like, a carnival skill. And then, yeah, you just – first one to make a three is really – the whole competition is really first person to make a three is, is really right. what the competition is. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the problems potentially is that – it's done on just one court and you've got two guys on one court and there's just not a lot of room for stuff because what I would like to see is more passing kind of challenges. Like, I don't know what happened to the bounce pass, the bounce pass and the skills challenge just went away like three years ago. Now it's just one pass, but like a bounce pass, a longer chess pass, like a full court, one handed hail Mary pass. Like yeah. I'd like this at in, in a part of it. Oh, I'd like that if you had like a little trash can and you had to do the Jokic yeah. one-handed outlet yeah. into the bin or something. You know, those, those <laughs> like football drills where it's like a moving target. I'd like to see that. 
Yeah, those are actually somehow dope. more fun to watch. Yeah, those yeah. like QB skill drills. And then you have to, and then you have to take a charge from a moving dummy. Like I want to see all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like all of it. Everybody Maybe was just... drawn. <laughs> it is weird. Like I would like All Star Weekend to be. I, I want it to be great, and I don't want to be the grouchy person here. But like, I, it's, I, it's just like. Fault, the... Brent. It's not my fault. It's not, not my fault. fault. It's not your fault. Listen, you're. Do you have a rant on, can, on this? All you can do is react to what you've been given. That's all that you can do. Like, it's not your fault that they give you a terrible product and then you're not entertained in a way that you feel like you should be. The are you ranting? Is this a rant about the? Are, do you have a rant ready for the All Star Weekend? Or uh, for this yeah. one? Well, I just made a graphic that I was very excited oh, to get to use. And I was wondering. I was really. Did you add? Did you add gray into that to be spiteful? <laughs> did you see that? It said, "Well, it's old man Eric. We made you even older." Old man Eric. Old man Eric. I do have a rant. I would. Here's the first part of my rant. I would have enjoyed being part of the creation of that graphic. I didn't know it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> the surprise factor I had it. I, 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 I got to tell you, the music a little loud for my taste. And the colors on the court, back when I started watching basketball, <laughs> things weren't so bright and vibrant. We were able to concentrate on things like the 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 two handed chest pass, just like Harry say. <laughs> and what about no what fundamentals about an, in this game? <laughs> what about an underhand shot from the three free throw line? It's very fundamentally sound. No, the, it was a terrible, terrible game. Everything about it sucked. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, I can't believe I have to watch this entire goddamn thing because I'm expected to talk about it. Although. Now looking back, I didn't have to watch it. I could have just I could have come on come on here and been like, man, can you believe all those threes they shot? Crazy! I didn't see any defense played. Did you? That's uh, hey, woo. you know what? The the sequence where Paul finds Steph for an alley oop. Steph finds Paul for an alley oop. That was then great. Dame pulls up from half court. Then Steph oh, pulls up from half man. court. That was a legitimately fun sequence. Unfortunately, the night peaked out there. But like that was <laughs> an all star moment. Like that felt cool. Yeah, the, the Steph Curry, the, the like the Steph Curry stuff was. I mean, that was legitimately like, oh wow, that's incredible. Like nothing, like nothing Giannis did was even remotely impressive. Well, or the Steph thing too, man. Like you were talking about this with Jokic a little bit, but it's like Steph actually did that in a game. Yep. The shot where he pulls up against OKC and OT maybe four steps inside the half court line is my favorite play in any sport. Actually, just pull a random highlight. It's my favorite one. This no, it awesome. might be, man. It might be. And he did. He had two of them tonight, I think. Maybe yep. three of them that were just like so freaking so, so deep. It was crazy. Um, we'll go to the three-point contest. Speaking of Steph Curry, that guy, man, it really is funny because these – I think I like Damian Lillard. I have nothing against him. And I, even as a player, I enjoy watching him most of the time. But I hate when people compare him to Steph Curry just because I, he is similar. There's similarities to him. But Steph is like one of one, and he is the only. And that three-point shooting contest and the All-Star game that followed, his ability just to make threes, every, like he gets in his zone and he makes nine in a row. And you're just like, my God, this dude. I thought this, I thought the best part of the night was the three point competition. And it was the best part of the night for one reason, Steph Curry, both, both rounds he had were just like incredible. I'll tell you what the three point contest showed was just how big of a gap there is between the best shooter in the league and the second best shooter in the league. Like right. there were pretty good shooters in that competition. Mike Conley been one of the best three point shooters in the league this season. He had a good first round. Like yeah. Jalen Brown's had a good year from three. There's some good shooters in that competition, but Steph Curry was just in another stratosphere. That that was my takeaway. Like the distance between 
the best shooter in the league and the second best shooter in the league is huge. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Because the distance is the be- like the second best shooter in the league and the best shooter of all time. Like that's not, it's like deeply unfair. Steph Curry is the, some of those shots he had tonight um, when he lost the ball, scrambled back. Just, I mean, like he, he, again, these are all things he's actually done in games and then just really like lets it go in a way that looks like he's just trying to get rid of the ball. So that, because it's at the end of a shot clock, but that's just really how quickly he shoots and he just drains it right down right. the middle. God and his God. shots just look prettier. Like when they fought, when he got in that zone and was making Dude. like seven in a row, it's just like the net wasn't even moving. You're just the like, contest oh my winner, God, man. The, the net didn't budge. He was like, he <laughs> dropped it down the back of the net. The other thing, too, is he stole a legitimately nice moment away from Mike Conley, who's waited his whole career to be here. And <laughs> really so almost funny. won that. So thing. Sweet. God, that's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> uh, um, it is like when people tell me sometimes they're like, you know, Towns can do a lot of the passing that you'll get like, stop, stop, stop. Like, yeah, he can throw some passes from the high post, like out of the post. He can throw it the kick out. It's, it's not the same. It's not, it's not the same thing. And Steph is the same way. Like there's going to be, a, I, I'm not, I hate when people did this with Jordan, when they would say, oh, there'll never be another Michael Jordan. Like guys, life is, you know, it's worth 20 years past. We're another 50 years of NBA basketball. Somebody, I think somebody will come by that is like, like Jordan, a legitimate up to Jordan at some point. Wait a minute. And what's happening what? in fifty years? Is that the end of the world or just the end? Of That's the end of the world. So yeah, oh, we got okay. like fifty more years to enjoy <laughs> okay, this yeah. before it's all over. So <laughs> we really got to at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but but so Steph, I think there will be at some point in time a shooter that rivals Steph. But it's going to be a while. I, I, I'd be shocked if we saw a guy that like rivaled him coming up. But that leads us to the three contest because this is where I think the Nuggets can really shine. I think they have two guys that should be in it: Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. And I kind of have a feeling that both of them will make an appearance before too long. Does that feel like a hot take to you, Vote? Sorry, you're talking three-point contest, correct? Correct. Or, yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. MPJ is just like, I think, just from a talent standpoint, this guy is one of the all-time shooters like ever to, to pick up a basketball. Whether that manifests in, in him winning a three-point contest one day or not, we'll see. But And then Jamal, when he gets hot, honestly, this is not how we think of the guy, but his peaks – our game are Steph Peaks, so there's absolutely yeah. uh, no reason why those two guys can't make an appearance one day. But do you think they will, players. Eric? Do you think they, they'll be? Do you think either one of them will be in there next year? The three point contest. Uh, I can see them being in them. They have no chance of winning though. Either the way that the two the, the two of them oh. shoot, like um, MPJ is his shot is too requires too much motion like he he gets he rises up. it's just like too much going on with his shot to have that quick repetitive like Steph Curry just his it's just well, a, such a quick compact shot like he's able to like yeah. complete it really quickly I'm just saying like and and Jamal Murray shoots best off the like when he's coming off curls when he's in motion like he, he doesn't really have like a great set shot um, you see these comments but, here <laughs> and I'll tell you what, they don't deserve it. They don't respect the game enough. And pragmatic Eric, over here. pragmatic Eric. Yeah, let's go. Pragmatic win for a, for a more hot take. Uh, do you think either one of those guys will be in it next year? And if they do do it, do they ha- like? How do you think they would perform? I I think they both could be in it. Um, I I think Jamal ha- has a better shot than Eric gives him credit for. Um, I've seen Jamal shoot a lot of threes in a lot of empty gyms during a lot of pregame warmups, and the guy doesn't miss. If you have Jamal Murray taking wide open threes without a defender, I'm telling you, I've watched him take thousands of them. 
he doesn't miss. Like, he looks like one of the best shooters of all time with no defender in front of him. So I'm giving Jamal more of a shot on this than D-line. I do agree with Eric's take that MPJ jumps too much. Thank um, you. I do too, actually. A top-tier threat in this competition. Oh, Incredible shooter. I think he'd have to kind of dial back his his vertical on his the jump. The real question here is, do either of you agree with Dominic Feehill, who thinks that I look like Gar- Garth Brooks? Is that This is an incredible <laughs> comment here. Yeah, somebody right, right said, Eric, you look like Garth Brooks. And I got to say, don't see it. I don't, I, don't, about that, but. I don't see it, but maybe I'm too stuck in my dirty Larry Walker competition. <laughs> I'm having a hard time breaking out of that. <laughs> I like I like this one because it's never going to happen. But Bull Bull in the three point contest would be interesting. He has a, he has a too slow of a shot though. His shot is like real. He get like three. He get through three racks and then well time's up. Bull. Just like Sorry. double over. <laughs> I I agree with you though, Harrison Jamal. When he gets hot, like he's he can be Steph like like he's on the short list. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Those are the only two guys in my that I think I've seen get hotter than Jamal Murray in terms of, in, in terms of sustained, you know, staying at that level, Jamal Murray in the bubble last year, once he started getting hot, he was hot till the game ended. Like it, the only thing that right. cooled him off was the end of the game. And I, so who knows if he does do that in, in a shooting competition, like the three point uh, competition, but if he did curtains, baby. And then Michael Porter, I still think he's like one of the best shooters in the NBA. So I still give him, I give him as good of a chance as a Joe Harris or anything. I think he could. I mean, he does jump high. You're right. Let, let me know what happens, and we can go ahead and place a very friendly wager on that. He would just be oh, waiting like for someone to contest the shot the whole time, <laughs> just oh, to man. raise up over them. Uh, or he would just. I like this comment here. Congratulate himself after every shot. Yeah, Mike, nice shot. I don't, it's not Hartstein in the three point. Hartstein in the skills competition would be my the you first one to knock right? over the pylons. Screen best charge taken competition, like. Just you know that drill where you just in high school you coach would throw a ball out and you have to like beat somebody to it and dive yeah, on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody you breaks know. an arm in that one. So when you're not playing basketball, yeah. that's the hardest <laughs> skills challenge. Right yeah, there. you know what I just realized too about the the skills challenge to go back. Like the one skill that is on display the most is running. <laughs> you have to run back and forth. It's like not a skill. That's not a skill. Like, you know who should be in the skills the... competition? Faku. Oh. That guy Dude. would give it his yeah. all. He would he would be the only guy in there that's like stretching and like ready for it. Ask the question. Ask the question. He might try to throw a no look pass on the pass. Oh man, can you imagine? I'd he accidentally so contests the other guy's three point shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. All right, let's I take our see... last break. All right. Oh, go ahead. We're on a delay here. Oh, I was just gonna say I definitely want to see um you know, like so, like you have to go to a spot. You have to throw a behind the back pass, hit a target. Then you have to walk calmly over to another spot and then perform another <laughs> drill, which is like going be- dribbling between the leg. The crossover challenge, like the skills competition, literally is just who can run down one side, make a layup, and then run back to the other side, make a three pointer. It's a terrible competition. The NBA sucks. Let's go. The NBA sucks. There it is. All right, let's take our last break. On the other side, though, guys, we've had a little fun. We're being a little goofy, but I want to get serious for a second and ask. About Jamal Murray and about Michael Porter and their chances of making the All-Star game next year, but also for years to come, and just what what you know maybe that means for the Nuggets. So we'll we'll take our last break here. Yeah, guys, you can get 20% off Green Roads products by using the code DNVR20 at greenroads.com. 
And if you are not familiar with Green Roads, they're an awesome CBD company. It's the number one privately held CBD company in the US. They've got award-winning products and everything they sell is really legit. Pharmacist founded, pharmacist formulated. There are actually QR codes on all Green Roads packaging, which link to independent lab test results. So like Green Roads products are tested and they're the best on the market right now. So you guys can get 20% off um, all your CBD products from Green Roads. They've got gummies, they've got relaxing CBD chews, they've got bath Put you bomb. to sleep. What's the opposite yeah. of honking like yeah. a goose? <laughs> if you're uh... sleeping like a swan. I was going to say sleeping like a sloth, but a swan. Brendan, you got this. Sleeping like a swan, dude. Yeah. So head to greenroads.com, pick out your items, enter, and then enter code DNVR20 for 20% off. Also, Strava Craft Coffee has rolled out a new offer for uh, DNVR listeners. You guys can get 25% off. Whoa. 25% off Strava Craft Coffee with the code DNVR20. DNVR25, that's the code. StravaCraftCoffee.com. Get your CBD pack coffee for them. I get 25% off with the code DNVR25. Have you have your bank account honking like a goose. (laughs) I really like the the idea that we just did the ad read for like, and if you want to sleep, we've got CBD. And if you want to be honking like a goose, we've got Strava. Like literally everything that you need. Uh, Whatever yeah, we can take you. Where the you two modes, go. the yeah, two the duality of man. Where, wherever you want to go, we can take you there. If Vlatko doesn't in, uh, garner MVP, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a Vlatko fan. We're going to talk about him this week, but I'm I'm a Vla- I'm, I'm I'm becoming a Vlatko stan over here. A Vlatkoman. I'm a Vlatkoman. Um, so. Let's talk about Jamal Murray because I think what he did over the last month of the season or last month that we had so far was MVP or I'm sorry, was playoff caliber or all-star game caliber. Like I think he played better than a lot of the guards uh, that were in this game. The problem was (laughs) the problem. Well, no, but the problem was he he hasn't been that the whole year. I'm of the belief and you can tell me if you're wrong. I think he learned a tough lesson this year and it was one Jokic had to learn last year. And that was that you have to come into a season fully charged, fully focused, fully in shape. And we can forgive Murray. He's there now. But I have a feeling that next year is an all-star year for Jamal Murray. It's tough to be an all-star in the Western Conference and it's at the guard spot. There's just so many good guards. But I think he's really in that conversation next year earnestly. And I would not at all be surprised if he makes it. What do you think, Harrison? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I think you learned a lesson. I think you could tell just based off him talking to the media, based off the signals he was given off, that his inconsistent start really ate at him, uh, especially after the playoff run that he had. But like you said, I'm the thing about Jamal is he's always been a slow starter. And like that can't happen if you want to make an all-star game. Another path to Jamal making the all-star game is honestly if the Nuggets were to get off to a Utah Jazz-like start. You know, yeah. because if the Utah Jazz are even the two seed, do they have more than one All Star? Maybe they have two. Definitely not three. But you know, that's another path to Jamal making the team. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? Uh, well, the Utah Jazz getting three All Stars took a quite a bit of things to happen. <laughs> like there wasn't just that is true. <laughs> like there had to be quite a few people that dropped out. I do um, like that the Utah Jazz had three All-Stars in one of the worst All-Star weekends we've ever had. I mean, they, I don't want to blame it all on them, but 
<laughs> but I will yeah. if you. But I will. I, I will. I have to. My favorite, just just because all I want to do is dunk on Utah. Uh, my, my other favorite thing about it is that Utah had two All Stars before this whole rigmarole where Conley got in, and it ended up making them look worse as a franchise. It just gave LeBron James a way to completely discount their entire existence by not selecting any of them until the very end. Oh. So sweet. Um, <laughs> Jamal Murray absolutely can make an all-star game. You could tell, like, you know he wanted to. Um, and it is. It's, it's just this this growing and this learning exactly as Nikola Jokic did in these years that uh, have led to this to this most recent one where he finally understood, like, what it takes uh, in the offseason. You can't just, like, have um, a seasonality to your NBA professional career. Like, you can't just take the summer off it's not like you right. know, being a student or something like it has to be a 365 day uh a year job like you have to really like if you're not playing like you have to be preparing and um we've talked about it this entire ad nauseum this entire season leading up like what is wrong with the, the Denver Nuggets what is wrong with Jamal Murray and we know you know he just wasn't in shape coming into the season and you know we, all of us have given a given him a pass which i'm not revoking like i totally get like why he needed to take time off but if making an all-star game which yep after now watching the all-star game like seems like a very stupid pursuit like why the <laughs> why would you want to be there why would you want to be part of this charade um but charade. like if he wants it then um he has to you know he's got to he's got to come into the season rip roaring ready to go and he can he absolutely can i i, I wonder too eric just, is it oh, go ahead. well he he'll overthink things i think for coming into a season jamal is not necessarily just a gunner like he likes to get other guys involved and i think some of his slow starts we've seen this process of do i be the point guard right now first week of the season do i come out and just be myself you know has denver unlocked something here with Going forward this season, starting next season, maybe he's off ball alongside another traditional point guard, mm, and that like alone this. can unlock. He can just come into the season gunning. But you guys are, uh, of course, right. That's the difference. He starts the season out hot. I think people, I think kids, fans, they want to vote for John Mallory. They want to see him out there. Yeah. I, I, I honestly just think that he has had to learn that lesson and he's at a level. I mean, Jamal Murray, the way he played these last few games, like what is it? 28 points per game or something over the last right. 12 games or, or something like that. Just lights out shooting. I think he's there. And I think part of why he's there, and this is what's exciting. I think part of why he's there is because he got in better shape and came back and mental, all this stuff, but all Nuggets started playing smaller. Michael Porter went to the four. That court got wide open. Scoring became extremely easy. And if you look at the – we're going to talk about this a lot more this week, but if you look at some of the best combinations of players, the three-man pairing now of Jokic, Murray, and Michael Porter is right up there with the league's best. And what's crazy about that is if you just look at the first four games of the season, before Michael, before Michael Porter got into the health and safety protocols, that trio was terrible. That trio was horrible. So they've gone from horrible – to one of the best trios in the NBA statistically in really short order. And I just think that's really encouraging. And that brings me to Michael Porter. He's further away, I think, from being an all-star. I think. I mean, he's so talented, but I think he's, he still has like a lot of lessons to learn. But do you project him to be an all-star, Harrison, at some point in his Denver Nuggets tenure? Mm -hmm. Where I am on MPJ right now compared to where I was like a month ago, it's obviously yeah. just night and day. Um, totally. Because I really think that 
them playing him at the four, they've just really found something there. They, they've really just broke some new ground. Um, so, yes, I think he can be an all-star, and I think there's a very good chance he is an all-star in Denver. Now, I say that, but the Nuggets would have to have probably a Jazz-like start to get three guys into the same game. Like, it's tough for me to see Porter at any time making it over Jamal Murray, though. That's right, tough. Right. So if he does make it, it's going to be all three of them. Can that happen? I mean, yeah. How likely is that? I don't know. The Nuggets would, like I said, need to just get off to this ridiculous start. And, and people would be saying, oh, you know, the Nuggets are like on this all, all-time record pace for wins. You've right. got to have three guys in there. It would have to be one of those scenarios, I think. The Brooklyn Nets will get all-stars this year if they keep this core together. You know, like I, they they had it this year even, but the reason they had it was because those guys have a reputation. And I think with yeah. Denver, it's Utah does not have a reputation. In fact, they have a bad reputation. <laughs> so the fact that they got three in, but only because of these circumstances, I think their record could only carry them so much because I think people, even coaches are like, yeah, but it's the Utah Jets. They right. haven't really proven anything yet. And they even stumbled into the All-Star Break. But I do feel like if you win in the playoffs, if you go deep into the playoffs, and when I say deep, not even the West Denver made the Western Conference Finals last year. That elevated a little bit of the profile. But you go to the finals or you win a championship, that's when it's just like, no, these guys are good. Like, of course we're putting them in. They don't even have to be – I mean, they don't have to be a historic win pace. They can just be right. a one or two seed, and you're like, no, those three guys, we know it. They're champions. You're getting Draymond all-star appearances, right? You don't even have to shoot yeah, the ball. Yeah. You're in. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally. So, uh, so I think that's what it would take, but – I'm telling you, I like our guy Duran. He somebody in the in in, in the comments here, Donovan Duran Senior. Oh. He says, "Nuggets Nation, we're gonna see our first ever NBA champion this this oh, year." Baby. Mark my words. And the, who agrees with him? Five thirty-eight. They agree with him. The uh, the yeah. the model that's usually low on the Nuggets. It's the crazy. This is the, the year. <laughs> the craziest thing about the five thirty-eight model. If you guys don't know, five thirty-eight is like a, a, a statistics website. There's some sports stuff over there. And they have a model that projects how teams will do. They've always been a little low on Denver. Just like you're always like, oh, but look at them. They're playing so well. This year they're so high. And they've, in fact, higher than anybody else in the NBA. They have them as the title Dude, favorites. And it's so it, it it's so wild to see. I don't see it. We'll talk about this more throughout the week. Possible. But there's just a lot of positive signs they're going in the right direction. And I think that's what's so exciting. Um so before we get out of here, any other final all-star takes from you guys uh, that you really want to fire off? Uh, you can you can cue up that outro music, I, Eric, if you know what it is. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> can we break this down into multiple, like a tournament? Can this be like three on three? Can we? There's a pool of all-stars, and we're splitting up into different teams of three, and we play to whatever. And I just want to see if that's a way to get more guys involved. Um, guys like Jokic can have a, a better impact, can get involved. Um, and if it, it ends up kind of being more fun than just watching these groups of people uh, not care against each other. Yeah, that, yeah that, that will never replace the All-Star game. But one of my ideas is a two-on-two event. A two-on-two event where everybody at All-Star Weekend picks, you know, it's, it's kind of like a draft style type thing where everybody picks their partner. Two-on-two yeah. tournament. Why not one-on-one? One-on-one's the best, and they all say, like, because there's not enough money. But if you did get a sponsor and you could afford to pay the winner a million dollars, don't you feel like the big names would get – at least some big names would get into this that would be interesting? 
Yeah, I think a million would get some big names in. Not the biggest names. The biggest names still wouldn't be in it. But I bet you could get like um, a Jamal Murray in there. There you go. You know what? Getting get, just getting um, Jamal Murray into the All Star game will give Jokic a better chance to shine because then those two will play the two man game and it'll be beautiful. Maybe that's the key. Eric, any departing thoughts? Do you want to? Uh, you want to share yes. here? Um, unfortunately, I unfortunately the the term All Star carries way too much weight. It determines whether or not you are a worthy player in this league. Um, but really, what it boils down to is that when you watch this game, like I, I just wish that players could be deemed all-stars and then we could be spared from this debacle that we we're forced to watch every year like i don't even know the point of the all-star game so it's, you want it's, rising it's, stars rising star style you just get named to the team and then yeah. uh and then, yeah no. and then you just then we can say forevermore jamal murray all-star and then we but we don't have to sit through watching this terrible game <laughs> like i would be fine with that i i didn't enjoy any part of this except for your company the three of you the, oh, like, oh is, my god this really made it all worth it we could break it down um, but during the game, I was quite miserable. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, thank you guys for joining in Eric's misery here uh, and uh, riding with us. We're gonna, Like I said, all week we're going to have some shows. They won't all be live on YouTube, I don't believe. Uh, we will be in studio, I think, a couple times this week. So um, you want to subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We will be having some really in-depth analysis of the Nuggets. This season has been so fast, we haven't really been able to like dig so much into what's going on with them. And I can't wait to do that uh throughout this week so subscribe to the dnvr nuggets podcast we'll see everybody next time no matter what type of student you are msu denver online is an awesome choice honestly guys if you're a first-time freshman who's going to school for the first time or you're just looking to finish up your college degree maybe you're looking to go back to school get another degree msu denver online is an awesome option they've got great teachers who know how to teach online and know how to work around your schedule even if you're working another job or something like that they're really willing to work with you and be flexible i took a class there with msu denver online last year it was an awesome experience i learned a ton and it was just a great environment to learn they've got a class for everybody you can check out their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online like i said great for any type of student this isn't just strictly for first-time freshmen. If you've taken a couple classes in college before, if you're just trying to finish up your degree, this is an awesome option as well. So check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online.